So I found out today, I totally did never realize this, that in Green Lantern, um, <laughs> there is a character that is played by none other than uh, Taiko Watiti. Oh, yeah, he's in the that sidekick movie. boy. Wait, you I, watched that again? No, no, okay. I, no I did not watch <laughs> that movie again. Oh, man, no, but I saw... Uh, a thing on Facebook, a, a suggested ad that was like, <laughs> Taika Waititi never talks about this role. I'm like, wait, oh my gosh, he was in Green Lantern. <laughs> Dude, another I- star fallen so far. <laughs> Welcome to Waveframe. Uh, welcome back to Wayfriend, the podcast where we're talking about music and movies. My name is Luke. My name is Isaac, and we'd love it if you followed us on Instagram. We're Wayframe, Wayframe Pod, and um, also we're on Spotify. You can follow us there. Leave us a good review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. We're also on there. Um, Courtney Ridout already did an amazing review. You should check that out. And so we thank you for that. We are very happy about that. <laughs> thank yeah. you, Courtney. Also, we, we post a lot of art on our Instagram and original art, and we're very happy about it. So today we're going to be talking about Swiss Army Man and San Fermin's Jackrabbit. We're going to be talking about Jackrabbit first. It's uh, a classic for about three years in our friendship. I'm so glad Luke introduced me to this album. It's been, yeah, it's probably been number one for me for the past three years of, of my top album, so I'm really excited to talk about it today. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, so I think it was like sophomore year of college, um, our friend Shanley, yeah, introduced, introduced it. I remember and, that. Yeah, yeah ever, she played me it on vinyl, and I was like, I'm in, I'm sold. <laughs> I remember, it was great, right off the bat. Yes. Uh, but, so yeah, the, the song Jack Rabbit is by Sam Fermin. Um, it speaks, both the media we'll be talking about with this episode, Swiss Army Man and, and Jack Rabbit, we think... Both these uh, t- these media, uh, Jackrabbit and Swiss Army Man, that we'll be talking about with this episode, uh, we think say something to the way that you live your life and a more fulfilling way to live your life um, and how you do that. So um, take that as you will as we <laughs> discuss yeah. that, and we hope that you yeah. also find that they have good things to say. Well, it's cool because both of them go to some pretty dark and and I would say like temporarily hopeless places in order to get to those okay, this is what life really is worth living for and those high, uh, happy, joyful places. Mm-hmm. Um, give us some context about San Fermin and yeah. this album. Yeah, for sure. So, like I said, San Fermin, one of my favorite artists, you know, one that one of your favorites as well. Yeah. And they have four albums out currently to date. Jackrabbit was number two on that list. Yeah. Um, it started out as a group that the, uh, Alice is the, the name of the, like the composer and kind of the head of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and he originally started it just to do a project for fun um, and never planned on touring. Got this lineup together to do, uh, perform these songs he composed and record them. Um, people loved them, so a record label yes. signed them and they're like, alright, yes. I guess we're touring it now. So <laughs> the, the core group, they bring in other uh, That's the ideal situation, I feel. Uh, yeah, it sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to. If they asked me to join, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> this is the dream. 
Um, the the main you know core group. So it's made up of uh, some rotating vocalists. Yeah. Um, Ellis is the one who does piano and is the one composing most of it. Uh, mm-hmm. You got your drums, electric, just like you know many traditional bands. But then what you have that's unique is uh, trumpet and Barry sax, which is a, a little more unconventional, um, along with it. violin and, and some other rotating instruments. Yeah, when I first started listening to this album, because this is what I started with, the Barry sax was like a thing I had to get used to. It, it, it takes a bit to get used to it. It's very, like, slappy in the face, feels like a a big ogre yelling at you for just like uh, until you get used to it and then you're like this is a beautiful brash abrasive thing yeah it is i agree well yeah the slap on the face the abrasive nature of it i think yeah. i would use those words too mm-hmm. and it starts off right with a bang with the first song of the album which yeah. is the woods is is the name of it that's a great yeah. start to an album it really sets the tone i think for that more darker yeah. nature of the album oh, um yeah. with the slightly even sinister you might call it nature it mm-hmm. opens with these uh just reverberating piano chords that just you sit with along these these little uh like edited vocal blips that are yeah. feel out of place little uh, eerie. Like, we talked about that a little bit with the 1975's album, yeah. um, the, their latest one. Mm-hmm. And I think it's similarly really well edited in this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, this the editing behind this album is just phenomenal in the way. Even more, I think, than, you know, we talked to and when we had Ethan on with us talking about the 1975, a critique of his what it, was it almost felt too much mm-hmm. in, a, in a lot of the things that they were doing. And, and I, I, I slightly agree with that. Um, but in contrast to this album, I this does not hold true for this album. I think the the editing behind this this album is such a cohesive whole and has the perfect amount of backing, um, whether it's arrangements with that Barry Sax and trumpet, mm-hmm. other synths that get thrown in. Nothing is out of place. It, it's so meticulously placed that I I don't know. I just find a lot of perfection in the way that this yeah. album yeah. simply compositionally is written, which is one of the main reasons why I love it is for the this the sonic nature of it and how much it appeals to me. Well, a lot of things you've talked about in the past that you've appreciated in albums have been like, I don't know how to exactly say it, but like callbacks to different songs within the album. Mm -hmm. So motifs or themes or like, oh, I heard that lyric or line or, or little musical sting in other of the songs and they come back later. And this album does that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We need to talk about it at the end for sure yes, because yes. there's some really good stuff happening. So I'm curious, if I'm somebody who's never listened to Sam from Ian before, what what song from this album would you say I should listen to first? Yeah, good question. From this album, uh, my recommendation would be Emily mm. for sure. What about you? Oh, I yeah, I'm gonna sound pretentious, but like I just would rather somebody start like from the beginning of mm-hmm. the album and go through the whole thing, but. Honestly, Jackrabbit is super fun mm-hmm. and very inviting. You know, one of the more like happy sounding songs. Mm-hmm. Jackrabbit's mm-hmm. super fun. Yeah, I, well, I, you raised a great point that is important. This album is, and Ellis, the with his interviews, will say this: how the, he writes music that is intended to be listened to as an album. This isn't mm-hmm. a collection of singles. This is a this is a, a journey. Which this album has a lot of transitional tracks mm-hmm. that that demonstrate that it's not like he's just putting together songs even linked by theme he's thinking how does this song connect to the next song Mm -hmm. and then writing these transitions through that in in these 30 second minute long songs that that transition well a lot of like our favorite albums 
are going to be albums that you have to listen to as an album. Mm -hmm. That's what makes them a good album. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not just like 13 songs that are fun or, mm -hmm. or, or like have similar vibes. Uh, you know, it, it's almost like watching or listening to a story, watching a movie, listening to a, an album all the way through. I mean, you don't even have to be in the same sitting, but like, let's say you listen to this, um, during a whole day, you know, you, you, you feel like you've gone through this, this journey with, with someone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, that is super important for this album. Some of the imagery should we should we move into like the beginning of the album, the middle? I don't yeah, know. Because yeah, well, I really sure. want to get into the imagery. Yeah, for for are you are you thinking about lyrics specifically? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking mm -hmm. about lyrics. Yeah. I just like whenever he talks about like astronaut or space, you know, I, I, I melt. I really, really love that stuff. It feels so much like searching for where is humanity even in the like coldest, darkest places. Mm -hmm. Like an astronaut who thinks of the little dot as his home, and I didn't—I paraphrased that badly, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. It's pretty uh, close, I think, to the actual lyric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that. Well, very intentional imagery, like you said. I think that's one of the strengths of this album in particular, and as him as a lyricist as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, in the woods, we'll go back to that first track. Yeah, oh. the it's all these talk so of insects and yes. in the woods. It, it, Salamander. That, yeah, it's it's part spiders and spiders. Blood. Yeah, it's all pulling you into that emotion. I think yeah. that what you know this album does so well is it combines the sounds and the lyrics that it is telling you, and yeah. they they complement each other in the best, most cohesive ways. One thing that I thought of just now um, Sufjan Stevens talked about his lyric writing and what he wanted to do so um, do, you remember, do you know the song uh, I'm gonna butcher it Callum Polanski Day mm -mm, nope. okay it's really good it's about this girl who like has cancer but the way he approached writing um, was in a way you would write for like novel writing where you like for example um He'll like talk about how she walked away with untied shoes or the the softness of her blouse or something like that. And these tactile like things that bring you into the moment, they do that in this album, mm -hmm. in San Fermin's album. Very visual, very yes. uh, I don't know, it's like that it, what it's the show not tell. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes the, the show not tell. <laughs> um yeah, so it's Casimir Polanski Day. Okay. Um that's a, a fantastic song by Sufjan Stevens, but yeah, just the way they write really, really puts like feelings, not just like visual, but also tactile um, feelings in your head. And I love well, it's that. really important for grounding you in, I think, lyrically, it grounds you. It shows where you are, it brings you as an audience member. Now you're in the narrative. You yeah. know, you're not just listening to something that's telling you about feelings, uh -huh. you know, or or abstract concepts, yeah. but you're right there with them experiencing those yeah. things. Yeah, let's move through the album. Where yeah. do you want to go next? Yeah, so, you know, moving, I'm trying to think. So it goes into into Emily um, after the second song, Ladies Mary. Mm -hmm. um, you hear, you know, now you know there's a male and a female vocalist, mm -hmm. which I think is really, I, I don't listen to a lot of bands who do have more than one lead singer. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's a lot of fun for it me is. with this album yeah my and dad especially... was listening to it and he was like i really like that they don't not one of not one of them hogs the spotlight mm -hmm. i would say especially mm -hmm. in this album yeah and, and both of them have such fitting and 
beautiful voices. Yeah. The, oh, <laughs> the man's seriously. voice is just this rich baritone. It's like yeah. someone to the National yep. is what I merely thought of when Matt I was hearing Brandon this album. And, and then um, I think her name is Charlene or Charlotte is okay. the is the woman vocalist. She has a beautiful voice. Very, yeah, very, at times it feels light and floaty and, yeah, and like ethereal. Yeah, like in the song, is it, um, where, where is it sh- where she goes like super high? Uh, in Astronaut. Astronaut, Yeah, it's exactly. almost like, it, it brings you to this like floating through space yes. where her voice is carrying you. It's so beautiful. I just imagine that in like a, a concert hall. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that that is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It just reverberates. Yeah. But she also packs such a punch too. Yeah. There are yeah. songs where she like really just Rabbit. belting it out. Yeah, Jackrabbit mm-hmm. and stuff. Very versatile singers. Yes. And both for, for the male vocalist as well, he's got that low gravelly that you hear, mm-hmm. yeah, on songs like Astronaut, but also... In the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, 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 sometimes I just listen to the beginning of that song multiple times because mm-hmm. it feels like gravel and yeah. it's so great. Yeah. Um, I'm, trying th- I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, he... um in the song Woman in Red you yeah. hear his he will jump an octave at the end and he's got mm. this great upper range mm-hmm. too um, for, for that baritone voice that's still just very you know warm it's uh. a very warm voice mm-hmm. um, like so yeah, you that mentioned back and forth that this great. album's like sinister but I never feel bad listening to it no, no. I always feel like Enriched because there's a is lot of right? warmth in it. Yes, you know yes. by the nature of the like I'd say the composition and the the, the notes being used are quite sinister, mm-hmm. but the instruments themselves are more warm and welcoming, yeah. <laughs> and and the the sound itself of the voices. Yeah. Okay, so the middle of the album, I feel like. Okay, so we went through the beginning and the middle. I feel like what do you want to touch on? Because well, I yeah, could. Well, yeah. I could talk about this a lot. Why don't we hit on themes? Because yes. I think that's, yes. you know, we'll, we'll finish off with that. We've talked Sounds a bit good. about compositionally. Yeah. Um, it, uh, as you move through the album, it just there's so many rich moments compositionally. Mm-hmm. Um, Parasites is one that has multiple... Um, multiple uh, elements of it with you got like a what feels like this fiddle off like devil went down to Georgia like mm-hmm. uh, stomp and then you've got this hypnotic bass moving through the whole thing and then these choral angelic moments all in the same song and it all works um, that's another song that demonstrates lyrically some great imagery you know that's that's the one that when you know Shanley showed it to me it, <laughs> that was the song that hooked me oh, and, and she pointed out those lyrics the song is called Parasites and it, that one has the back and forth between the male and the female vocalist in the same song um, with it starts with her um, saying these little hands are parasites and mm. you're like okay more creepy sinister I get what you're going and then the, the male part comes in um, on the second verse and he then reprises same but just with a slight twinge and he says these little hands are paradise and oh, going yeah. through the nature of this, they, they, it seems that both narratives are in a relationship mm-hmm. that's really dysfunctional. They have these different perspectives, and just those subtle word plays bring you right there with the yeah the tactileness of it, like you said, just beautifully crafted. <laughs> Remind me again how the melody goes lyrically. Uh, so these little hands are parasites. Get in there, that one. Yeah, I thought that was like a verse or something. All right, oh, cool. Well, that's the verse. The yeah. chorus? Are you wondering yeah, about sorry, the chorus? chorus? Oh, the yes, chorus, yeah, is the ooh, 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 honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, 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 thank you. 
Oh man, for some reason I had in my head uh, the Coldplay song Paradise. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- I was like, no it's not that. It's definitely not that. Um, um, well, and even but even there, like you see, I, I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. like the words "ooh, honey," like she's referring to her significant other, yeah. and he is. But also with their talk of parasites, and they mentioned the queen bee and the bees in this mm-hmm. song. It's like, oh, honey, bee, honey. It's like, yeah, it's all, it's yeah. all working together. Yeah. I would say it, this is super interesting. If you wanted to uh, pair it, I know we've already paired it with Swiss Army Man, Mm -hmm. but if you wanted to pair it with other um, movies just for the visual aspect of it, like The Witch would be a good one, Mm -hmm. or The Wicker Man. (laughs) Honestly, The Wicker Man, I've heard, is a good movie from the 70s, but the remake with Nicolas Cage horrible movie but you know you said bees and that made me think of not the bees and not the bees yeah, yeah. so watch the wicker man do yourself a favor do yourself a favor what's in the bag a shark or something so like, yeah watch the wicker man on this quarantine time you have time it's very funny just know that's gonna be awful um so you know salem witch trials or you know the crucible comes into mind of just out in the woods like, you know, colonial, I don't know if colonial is the right word for it, but just, it feels, they don't really talk about technology a lot. Mm -mm. It feels very earthy. Mm -hmm. And Earthy is a great way, I'd say, to describe it. And like early America in some ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so towards the end of the album, talk to me about like two scenes in Hal, was it Halcyon? Yeah, Halicon, Halcyon. Yeah. Ellie Goulding, Ellie Goulding has an album named that. Okay, I'm well, obviously to, yeah. we're uncultured. We don't know how, whether to do a soft <laughs> C or a hard C. But a Hal, Halcyon Days or Halcyon Days, <laughs> um, those are two of the ones mm-hmm. that will just cement this album as one of the best mm-hmm. In my mind, I listen to those all the time. It's a great end to, it's to a great the album. End. So yeah, I think thematically speaking, you know, diving into San Fermin as a whole and what. Uh, this album hits on a lot is the themes of growing up and as you grow up how your perspective changes yeah. and how you reconcile specifically the things that you thought were going to happen and if they don't happen or the unexpected things you didn't think were going to happen to you and it's not what you expected whether that's for better or for worse um, and a lot of this album in a way that it isn't necessarily like depressing like pushing you down with it mm-hmm. but it is you know all these things you know like parasites dysfunctional relationships all these things you idealize like yeah. you know you think as a kid yes I'm gonna grow up I'm gonna meet my you know my future spouse everything's gonna be perfect we're gonna be you know Prince Charming and mm-hmm. the princess and we're gonna you know live happily ever after and these things turn out differently than what you anticipate um, so two scenes it brings us all all to the head um, again with you know th- talking about the cycle of life growing up um, starting with the female vocalist talking about um, girls growing up they everybody's they are all I'm trying to think of the exact lyric all these girls they will be mothers it starts by being someone's lover I love that Mm -hmm. so much because it just puts into perspective life and makes you realize okay these are stages of life you could look at an eight-year-old boy and be like okay he might be a soldier one day and die overseas or something like it helps you realize how complex a human being really mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. yeah and it feels so cyclical it's yes. like it's like a, yes. it's like the song where have all the flowers gone <laughs> <laughs> who originally did that song but I we know it as know. like a camp song yes. that we sing but but it's all about 
the journey of what, a soldier, pretty much. Well, it's Vietnam like the War. cause and effect of one yeah. thing on the other. You yeah. know, the 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 boys pick the flowers to give their to their girls, mm-hmm. and then the soldiers die, and their graves become the fertilizer for the flowers that mm-hmm. get picked by you know. So it's all yeah, about it's this. A, it's a cycle. So yeah. It also reminded me of the John Mayer song "Mothers." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which not a bad song. No, no. Oh. John Mayer is a very talented musician. Incredibly, yeah. Yeah. incredibly talented. <laughs> um, but but yet. I think this song is what helped me love the album completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The two scenes and the house and And I think we, we probably share this. So there's this beautiful moment. It, it's very this glorious pulsing forward. And then it breaks into, at the midpoint of the song, this, this choir of, I can hear it in of my head voices. Right yeah, it all yeah. of a sudden bursts forth. And then it pulls back all the loudness and the bursting energy that it started with. Mm-hmm. And... It, it then comes and you hear just this low synth pulsing, but also you have those little vocal blips Mm -hmm. from the beginning of the album, tying it back. It it calls your attention and it's saying, Hey, look how this all ties together. Just in case you weren't paying attention and and weren't picking up on these cues, you know, like, and for someone like me who isn't as adept with lyrics, I would say, (laughs) I need those musical cues to call me back. So that's what, you know, points that out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it, it, it all comes together musically, vocally. And, and that's where I think with the theme of this album, what we are hitting on is the line, take some time to remember it's just skin and bones. Make We make it harder on ourselves than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it elaborates on that. But that feels all, like the thesis. Yeah, it is. The it is the thesis. Yeah. It's the conclusion. It's what it comes down to. It's very calming and relaxing. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, Made again, possible by the nature of his voice yes. and the vibraphone and everything that goes into it. Helps it helps you like put your life into perspective. It's like talking to a grandparent, a loved grandparent, and they're talking about like all these, you know, undulations in their life, they, what they've been through, mm-hmm. and yet they're just sitting there, you know, like feeling the breeze on their face, content, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm going to get through this, and I'm going to be fine, and then if something bad happens to me, whatever, it'll happen, and we'll get through it. Yeah. It's a good perspective shift. I Yeah, and I think what comes along with that is, you know, so through the album, you look back on, okay, what is... What have we learned about making it harder on ourselves? Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, that's the whole point of it. Hey, you're just getting bone, so stop making it so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot with the album talks about self love and then, you know, like opening yourself up to that. And, uh, you know, and for example, even with the lyric that we already mentioned, all these girls, they will be uh, mothers. It starts yeah. by being someone's lover. Like, stop pursuing just that end goal. Like, start with just opening yourself up to loving yourself and mm-hmm. taking, you know, yourself at your full value. Um, yes. and, you know, there's songs like the reckoning again, that with that idea of growing up, um, the line, uh, it's not nostalgia though. I know it feels, feels that, that way, way when you see them all dressed up in suit, suit and, tie, and tie, talking about all your friends growing up yeah. and this melancholy that comes along yeah. with it. And it's so easy to just let yourself sit in that, but all in all, like just take a step back and a gratitude yeah. stance too. Mm-hmm. I fully agree with what you're saying. I love it. Ah, sometimes I don't have thoughts. I just want to go, Bleh. I love it. <laughs> good. I mean, ultimately, that's what you have to do with media, right? You yeah. Just give your gut impression. <laughs> Decide if you like it or not. And, 
And then uh, Billy Bibbit is the song then yeah. that actually ends the album, which feels almost we both like... both have mixed feelings. Uh, yeah, it, after co- you come out of two scenes in all its glory, you feel kind of let down. I think it's a good both song. of us feel that way. Yeah, yeah it's just like, ah, uh, that I, was such a good yeah. ending. <laughs> <laughs> I think lyrically, though, it plays a very important role because that is the that main lyric that starts away right with it is uh given to love billy baby yeah. given to love yeah. and it's it's answering that question that's raised by two scenes and take some time to remember and then it's you kind make of a hard hey on yourself yeah like, it's, and then it gets really crazy chaotic so it, it kind of you, you kind of showcases both the gentlest of the album and the most chaotic of the mm-hmm, album mm-hmm, yeah and so billy baby is definitively a good song. Mm-hmm. It's just we sometimes don't like it as the ending. Or I'll speak for myself. I, yeah. I sometimes. Well, like yeah, it. I think that. I mean, I came on a journey from not liking as much to then, you know, with those lyrics that we were just mentioning, yeah. how it does answer yeah. that question. I think is really important because, in a way, it's easy to then take two scenes and just be like, okay, you're saying not to make it so hard on myself. Like, what do I? What am I supposed to do? And then mm-hmm. Billy Bibbit is saying, no, like, given to love, like that's what you need yeah. to do, which. You know, with the music seems almost like a surprising message coming out of this album that's all about these, you know, it's tinged with remorse or uncertainty, and and that is the answer ultimately that comes out of it, Um, which, you know, two scenes is the reason that that question is set up in the first place in all its glory that it is, which makes it it so beautiful. It also compels me to live as cheesy as it sounds, in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, all these stages of life, right now you're in one, and if you take too long to overthink things or make it really difficult for yourself, you're not going to be able to just be like, hey, this is where I am right now, and it's not perfect, but I love it, and I'm leaning into it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so that's, I mean, a brief synopsis of what we could talk about for a long time, yes. what's great about Jack Rabbit. I'm glad we talked about it. Everyone should go out and listen to Jack Rabbit by Sam Fermin. Give it a shot. Beautiful album art, too. Yeah. Beautiful. It's really fitting with the nature of the album. Oh, a a sure. little rabbit that's by itself in the blackness, mm-hmm. and you can see a little bit into its skin underneath, but it's not the gross gold. skin. It's like gold skin. I you know, like it's like it. it's gilded. Yes. That's very, very aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> I like it a lot. So, yeah. Thanks for uh, tuning in with this album. Hope you guys like it. We both do. Um, and we'll be talking uh, in an episode soon to be released after this one about Swiss Army Man. Yeah, so, stay tuned for that. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.